0: Hello and welcome in. This is The Neutral Zone. My name is Tyler Stevens, and I'm joined by Mason Malik. And it seems like we are seeing the beginning of the Fields era as Matt Nagy has officially seemed to have made a decision. So what, what do you think about this whole situation?
1: Well, at first, I think that this decision came from above. I don't think... The, he might have Matt Nagy might have said that this was his decision ultimately, which he likes to do. He's a me guy, not a we guy. I mean, I think George or Pace came down, sat him down. Like, we we can't go back to Dalton after that last game. We, I personally loved what Fields did. He showed how he can attack downfield accurately. And I haven't seen some of those throws that he made. I haven't seen a quarterback make some of those throws in quite a while. And I'm not saying he had a perfect game by all means. But the types of throws that he was showing, it's, it proves to why we drafted him. At eleven. But going back to Nagy, yeah, so we always go back to Nagy. Yeah. I just it, it had to have been come from above. Do you agree? I just don't think it was ultimately his decision.
0: It it definitely seemed that way because he's been so on the fence and so he's he's like refused to like just be upfront about it. Then all of a sudden he named it out of the blue two days later after dodging the question left and right. So yeah, I think it, it definitely came from upstairs. And I think everyone kind of sees through that and knows it.
1: Yeah, I think on Monday or whenever it was Monday or Tuesday, whenever they had their initial press conference, he stuck to his Dalton is the one. Fields is the two typical BS that he always says. And all of a sudden on Wednesday, let's let's Fields going forward. So that's what's happening. It is the beginning of the Fields era, and we're not going back to Dalton as – what he said on other than injury so it's field's job from here on out and there's gonna be bumps and bruises he's a rookie can't get too high of expectations There's gonna be it's gonna be bad throws it's gonna be interceptions it's gonna be sacks but i do like that he's gonna learn through experience and the plan has come to an end of
0: naggy's naggy's plan now, do you take Nagy at his word when he says the only thing that will change that is injury? Or could you see, let's say, Bears struggle for two or three games, Fields doesn't play that well. Could you see him going back to Dalton, or do you, do you actually think it will only be an injury that will change that?
1: It'll only be an injury. If Nagy pulled anything like that, there would be riots in the streets. I I think there would be no choice, but to fire Nagy at that point because then you're getting into how Miami was handling Tua, and I think that was a disaster, how they handled him last year.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't think that was a good move for anybody involved. I will agree with that. So outside of the quarterback position and outside of coaching, because let's be honest, at this point we might as well rename it the Nagy zone. But um, what do you think about this Bears game against the Lions? What do you you like? What didn't you like? And just kind of go into that game.
1: It was the laser show, and one game under laser, he has shown more of an identity for this football team than Nagy has in three years. Well, back to Nagy,
0: but that—that <laughs> <laughs> that was. Let's see. That was twelve seconds. We went without talking about Nagy.
1: There was way more t- multiple tight end sets. I think thirty-one multiple tight end sets for six. Like, it was insane, and a lot of under center stuff with Fields. Fields is very comfortable with being under center. Play action boot. Attacking downfield off of the run with play action, and just sh- running the football—that should be the identity. Obviously, Montgomery had a pretty significant injury. It looks like he's going to be out. They didn't put him on IR, so it looks like two to three weeks, just based off that alone. But yeah, I thought this is this game plan was what they should have done versus the Browns. When Nagy was calling the plays. That's was what the opposite of the game plan was so you know i'll give him credit he made the decision to go to laser and laser showed that he can put fields in a comfortable position and minimize the risk and that's all that's all i've been asking for is just protect him run the ball
0: or I'm it's get, really I'm simple gonna... right i know I, I completely agree with everything you're saying but i'm gonna have to get like like a jar and we put a dollar in there anytime you mention Matt Nagy or anytime I mention the Packers offensive line we got to get like our tally going so you can talk about it more but uh you said Dave Montgomery uh he he obviously went down with an injury how how what like how do we feel about that like they're going to be out with it without him for a few weeks do you still feel all right about this running game
1: i do because Ryan Pace made an emphasis on the running back depth this offseason. I I said it was a strength in the off season. You didn't agree with me, but it is what it is. I think Damian Williams is a very capable back, and Khalil Herbert. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna see some Herbert in there. So,
0: hey, I, I, said, I really like him. So, I, what did I say when the Bears draft him? He was my he was my dark horse this year to be an impact on the Bears. I've been supporting him for. You know, pretty much all summer, I, since they drafted him, and then when we had our predictions episode, I said, watch out for him. And you told me, you're like, I don't think he's going to play much. And here here he is with an opportunity to get in there a little bit. Let's see what he does with it.
1: To be fair, he wasn't playing much. took an injury to Montgomery. No, but... he,
0: and unfortunately, that's just what happens with running backs. That's usually how these young guys find the field. And that's just un, – it's un, it's unfortunate, but that's just the way the position seems to work. But, yeah, he has an opportunity – and we're going to see what he does with it. I mean, he's still going to be the backup, correct?
1: Yeah, it's going to be Damian Williams. It looks like uh, his hamstring injury is nothing serious. But I will say about Herbert, his, he has been very good on kick returns. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with the new acquisition of Grant. It's from Miami, I believe. So who knows if they're going to stick back there with him or they're going to go with the new guy. Well, who knows? But
0: Yeah, I was because we were talking about that the other day. And it, you're saying how it doesn't make sense doesn't doesn't make sense that they brought in a returner, but if they're gonna have to use Herbert, you know, on offense, they might not want to risk him back there because they're a little thin at running back right now, and he might be too valuable to keep back there, even though he's been pretty effective.
1: Now, I think that because <laughs> Nasimba Webster was pretty horrible at uh, returning punts, so I, I see why they made the move for Grant. I just I don't like giving up a sixth rounder for a special teams player. That's just my opinion, especially with a team that's not likely to be competing for anything serious at the end of the year. I think it's a waste of a draft pick, personally.
0: You know I do agree with that. But if you could, if you're giving up a six, it has to be a really good special teams player in order to bring that value back. So we'll see how he does. I believe he
1: was a second team uh, All-Pro at. Hunt return, I believe. I'm not 100% sure on that, but that's what I saw. So we'll see, but maybe they're going to try to involve him a little bit in the offense too, because he is an explosive player. Maybe they'll bring some concepts uh, from the Ravens offense. Who knows? He is explosive. We'll see. I still don't like the move.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're giving up draft capital for a guy who's going to be on special. Th- it always can be a little frustrating as a fan, but we'll see how it plays out. Let's hop over to the defensive side. What do you see on, on the defensive side of the ball against the Lions? I, I, have, I have a feeling you're going to praise certain players quite a bit here.
1: Yeah, uh, Robert Quinn. Like, I, I feel like I was one of the few people who were not giving up on Robert Quinn last year. I, I tried to tell people he was injured. Yeah, drop foot. Let's, let's calm down before we completely write right off. And he just he keeps bouncing back and getting a sack like every single week, it seems like. I don't know.
0: Hey, that's another good prediction for us because both of us had him as the comeback player for the Bears this year. Now, you said it with a little more praise. I said it by default because I thought he was terrible last year. So I guess I can't take too much credit for that. But, yeah, he has looked very good. I, I will agree. Yeah,
1: and my, my other is Travis Gibson, and he just continues to make plays when he's given. He hasn't been given a whole lot of snaps, but when he's in there, he's been making plays against the run. He's been he had he had a sack last week versus the Lions. So this is this like I said, this is, could be a pretty big development because both of your edge rushers are getting up there in age. I believe uh, Robert Quinn's thirty-one, I believe, and Mac is getting up there as well. He's in his thirties, early thirties, thirty, I believe. So. Yeah, if, if you can get one of these – he's a fifth-round pick. If you can get this guy to be a significant contributor at the edge rusher position, you, you might be all right in the future.
0: Yeah, we were saying something pretty similar to that a few weeks ago when he really started to show stuff on tape. But absolutely, I agree with that 100%. But um,
1: the one thing we got to talk about real quick is the injuries. And Akeem Hicks and Cleo Mack will both do not participants in practice for two days in a row. So that is – Very concerning right off the top. I think Mac might play because he usually he's been battling through injuries for years, it seems like. But he always ends up playing. We'll see if he hits the field. But I am not as optimistic on Akeem Hicks personally. I don't think he's going to play.
0: I mean, either one of those guys not being on the field is absolutely huge for the Bears. And that's something that's something to be very concerned about going into this matchup. With the Raiders. I think it's a 3.25 or 3.05 start on CBS. And I think the Bears are what, five and a half point underdogs? Does that, does that sound about right to you?
1: Does it sound right, as in, what do you mean? This not, do you think I think it's a fair line? Yeah.
0: Mean? Yeah. Do you think it's fair? I, I just think the whole media and
1: everybody is very down on the Bears. And I, I just, I don't think they're as bad of a. Team as the media makes them out to be. I'm not saying they're this like contender, but I don't know. The Raiders I mean, didn't look
0: very impressive. To be fair, was... last week on this very podcast, you opened the episode with saying the season's over. To be fair, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but also the week before that, you were talking four and one, five and one. So
1: I've been all over the may, place. May, maybe it's, somewhere it's, in the I, middle. That's what I'm trying to say. This team isn't. It was an overreaction versus the Browns, but that, that, come on. That game was,
0: that was, was terrible. That,
1: yes. How could you not overreact after that game?
0: No, I agree. I agree. But yeah, this Raiders guess... team. Go ahead. I think this Raiders team might be a little overrated. I mean, they are three and one. They played some real good games, but I, I don't see them as a legitimate contender. I don't know, do you.
1: I personally don't. I think the offensive line, they they blew it up in the offseason for no reason. It was a strength, and now it looks like they're having real problems on the offensive line. I wonder why. How does that correlate? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I agree 100% because, you know, I, I emphasize offensive line more than most people do, and I, I just couldn't believe some of the decisions they've made in that regard. And that's an opportunity for the Bears to attack. I mean, we're, they might be without Hicks, but they still got a lot of talent up there at the front seven. That's a big opportunity for the Bears to get after Derek Carr in this one.
1: Yeah, just Hudson was one of the best centers in the NFL, and they just got rid of him for like nothing.
0: I yep, know. and he's looked very good this year as well.
1: He has looked good. It, it's just mind-boggling.
0: You know, I, I would really
1: like this Raiders team if they would have kept that offensive line. I really do. But,
0: yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent to this. This five and a half line. Do so you think it's fair then, or, or no? I,
1: I can't decide because I, I do. I think the Raiders are overrated, and I think that the Bears are not this top team, but they're not also not this bottom five team that some media people make them out to be. So I don't know. I, I think maybe three would be a more fair line. I think. I don't know if I
0: could go three. Three I actually actually think the five and a half, I thought it would have been more. I would have thought it would have been a bigger gap. But I think five and a half is good because, like I said, I think the Raiders are a little overrated. So I think five and a half is fair. And I think Bears will have an opportunity to win this game. I do not think the Raiders are as good as people make them out to be. So let's hear your score prediction. I'm going to make you go first, see what you have to say
1: this is this is really rough because the bears have played the raiders i think twice now since 2018 i think back to back years and they've lost so it it's tough to go and play the raiders these days for the bears i, I don't know man I, I like i said i could i could see the bears winning this game and i could also see them losing this game but Let's hear your prediction first. I can't decide.
0: Oh, man, you're going to put me on the spot first. I actually have my score prediction all ready to go. I've been back and forth on this. I was thinking it was going to be real close, and then I kind of battled myself on it. I ultimately went with 27 to 20, the Raiders win it. So, officially, I would have them covering the 5.5-point spread. Let me see. The Chargers
1: really kind of exposed their car. So... And the Bears pass rush is very capable of
0: doing the same thing.
1: So if the Bears, pa- if Mac plays, let's, let's I have play. some
0: concerns with the injuries for the Bears this week. Yeah.
1: Outside of the injury, there's just there's still so much depth on this Bears defensive line and outside linebackers. So I it think sounds like you're talking
0: pressure. yourself into it.
1: I think I am talking myself into it. I, <laughs> I can't overreact on how good fields look. Just go with your gut.
0: Go with your gut. Let's hear it.
1: I'm literally a walking contradiction right now because I argued the line, and now I'm I'm about to pick against the Bears.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh,
1: I think the Raiders will probably take it, yeah. I think it'll probably be (laughs)
0: 24-20. That's almost the same as my score. (laughs) But you do have the Bears covering. That is interesting.
1: Yeah. It's just it's going to be t- I know there's a lot of Bears fans that are going to be in Las Vegas, but it's still it's still going to be a tough game and the Raiders got embarrassed kind of. So I think they're going to bounce back and it really just depends on the pass rush if the Bears can get a pass rush. I think this, this could very well go the other way. The Bears can win this game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And let's let's talk about, you know, a hypothetical if the Bears win this game. I mean, that puts them at three and two. They're right back in this divisional race. I mean, are we are we looking forward at that point, or, or are you still tempering your expectations? I'm still
1: tempering expectations because the schedule is kind of insane. I think what do we have after that? The Packers, and San Francisco, Steelers. It's it's a rough schedule, and but going three and two would definitely it would definitely be a reason to be optimistic for sure.
0: Yeah, abs- I think if that happens, people are going to be so ready to buy into the Bears, and I think you will be in that group as well. This this team has potential.
1: Don't get me wrong. This team has potential. It's just how quickly is Justin Fields going to get up to speed and play well? I'm just trying to temper my expectations in that regard.
0: And that's fair because I've said all along, rookie quarterbacks typically struggle, and they're not good right away, which is why I didn't have a problem with them going with Dalton early on. But yeah, it's likely going to take Fields some time. I think he's going to have some very good games, but I also think he's going to have some very rookie like games. So it's hard to know what you're going to get, but you want to see pretty much an incline as the season goes along. Like it's not going to be steady, but you just want to see him, you know, get a little better each week, really. Yeah, I'm just.
1: It's hard because I, I, I do believe the Raiders are overrated. Them trying to temper my expectations. It's 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 a tough choice in this game. But
0: did you yeah. just say they're?
1: <laughs> I said overrated, but that it would be a good. <laughs> that
0: that's what I thought pun. you said. I was like that's a overrated.
1: Good one. All
0: right. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we're making bad puns, I think that means it's probably time to wrap this up. Do we have anything else to talk about today?
1: I mean, and it doesn't involve Nagy, so we're probably.
0: Thinking probably we we went like probably five minutes here without talking about Nagy, I think, which might be a new, podcast record. So, it might be, although we just ended it, but, I guess that means we will wrap this up, and we will be back next week to talk more about the Chicago Bears. Thanks for stopping in.